This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. Hey, it is good uh, to be back. Had a couple weeks away. And, uh, boy, I tell you, you can go a lot of beautiful places in the world, but there's no place like Alaska. Do you know that? I mean, it is just gorgeous here. Um, you go away, and you're reminded when you come back, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I'm looking at the fireweed. It's getting taller. And I guess you know what that means, don't you? Yeah. Summer's very short around Alaska. But that's okay. Hey, listen, this morning we are going to highlight a significant event, not only in the life of many of our high school students, but in the life of our church. Uh, Every three years, uh, the Covenant Denomination has a nationwide gathering of uh, youth, of high schoolers, and it's called Chick. Now, many of you are aware of that because you have had students um, that have gone to Chick or you have been involved in generously supporting uh, students so that they can go to Chick. And I am so grateful that it is the generosity of this congregation that has come alongside many of our high schoolers and made it possible for them to go. And so there has been a major investment in the lives of our students. And, and that's what God calls us to do. Uh, God calls us, as we were even speaking this morning, to invest in the lives of our children, of our youth, of our young adults, um, to come alongside them and encourage them in their walk with Jesus Christ. And, of course, we've done that again this year with Chick. And there were, I think, 90 uh, high school students from the state of Alaska uh, that went to Chick, uh, along with over 5,500 other students. And so we had a good representation. But while they were there... They were challenged to shift, to make a shift in their perspective and their understanding of the kingdom of God, and in particular, their place in God's kingdom. Uh, The whole idea being that as young people, that God is at work in them, stirring their hearts, uh, giving them passion and desire to serve Him, uh, and God wants to raise up our, our students um, so that they will live boldly in the world for Christ. Now, you often hear the expression, they are the future of the church. Well, you know what? They are the church right now. And they have a part to play right now. And uh, we can uh, fall into the trap of underestimating uh, the power of God to work in the lives of our students. Uh, we can say, oh, you know, they're just... High schoolers, right? I want to read you a passage that, that speaks to that. It's one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Um, there was a, a young shepherd boy. His name was David. And uh, when the prophet Samuel came to Jesse and was examining his sons to see who the next king of Israel would be, uh, there was one who was overlooked, uh, he was the one that was out in the field with a not-so-glamorous job of tending the sheep, okay? And yet, uh, he would be the one that God would choose 
because he would be a man after God's own heart. And God would choose this young shepherd boy, uh, the one that was easily overlooked by his family. And as we're going to see in this passage, uh, overlooked by the men of Israel and, and even uh, by the king, Saul. So in 1 Samuel chapter 17, we see the armies of Israel on one side of a valley and the Philistines on the other side. And there's a standoff. And every day the Philistine champion named Goliath would come out and he would taunt the armies of the living God. And not only that, by taunting the armies of the living God, uh, he would be, he would be taunting and mocking God himself. And there was the standoff and the king, of course, Saul said, you know, I'm going to give a great reward to anyone from my army who will go out and face this giant Philistine warrior named Goliath. Uh, and even that wasn't adequate enough to, to stir someone's heart to want to say, I'll go take on that giant. But then there was David, and his father had sent him ostensibly on an errand, right, uh, to give assistance to his brother that was uh, there on the front line. And while he was there, David heard Goliath taunting the armies of the living God, the army of the living God, Israel. And, and David understood that that was an affront to God himself. And so God was stirring in this young man's heart a desire, a call to take action. And of course, he was mocked by his brother and the other soldiers that were there. But eventually, word of his courage, of his boldness, of his willingness to face the giant got to the king. And then he was called to to talk with the king. And in verse 31 of chapter 17, it says... 1 Samuel 17. When the words which David spoke were heard, they told them to Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail on account of him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. Then Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight him, for you are but a youth while he has been a warrior from his youth. Do you see that? You, you can't go fight him because you are but a youth. How many times have we looked at our students and we have underestimated God's ability to work and do mighty things through them by saying, but you are but a youth. Yeah, you wait. You're the future of the church, but right now you are but a youth. Sometimes we can have as a church, you are but a youth attitude, can't we? And yet, let's look what happens here. (laughs) But David said to Saul, your servant was tending his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I went out after him and attacked him and rescued it from his mouth. And when he rose up against me, I seized him by the beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant was, has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them since he has taunted the armies of the living God. And David said, now listen to this, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. 
And Saul said to David, Go, and may God be with you. And I believe that God is moving in the lives of our students who have gone to this great meeting of youth called Chick, where they have been challenged to take seriously God's call on their lives. And as they've done that, they've come back and they're ready and they want to go. But you know what they don't want to hear? You can't do that for you are but a youth. Because our students have been challenged and they know perhaps now like never before that with God all things are possible. And the future for them isn't years from now. The future in the church for them is right now. And we need to come alongside. We need to encourage them in their enthusiasm. We need to come alongside and encourage them in what God is calling each of them to do. Right? Because I believe in our congregation, there are young people, there are students whom God is raising up. God has set a passion in their heart. He set their heart afire for Christ. And we are going to see God do mighty things. There are a lot of giants in this world right now that need slain. I have to tell you that. Right? And I believe that God is raising up a generation of young people that he's going to empower like he did David. Men and women who will live boldly and courageously in the world for Christ. But the challenge for us is, do we believe that, church? Do we believe that? Do you believe that? Boy, I do with all my heart. And this morning, we're going to hear now from students who have been impacted by chicks. So if our group of students will come up and just take a a seat here in the stool. And uh, what I'd like you to do, first of all, is just take the mic, introduce yourself, and let everybody know what year you are in school. Uh, I'm Noah Hammett. I'm a senior. All right, seniors. (laughs) I'm Anna Whittington, and I'm a sophomore. I'm Catherine Bistadu, and I'm a junior. And I'm Brady McGee, and I'm a junior, too. Okay, let's bring that mic back. So, Noah, the first question I have for you is what is Chick about? Um, well, uh, Chick is about uh, a lot of youth uh, coming together um, and uh, being in one place and uh, taking uh, steps of faith and seeing what it uh, looks like. So it's about uh, getting a lot of kids there, some who are already Christians and some who might not be, um, and showing them that either... Uh, the Covenant Church is not, it's not something that's just kind of like, you know, there's a misconception, especially in, among youth, that the church is kind of boring and it's kind of, you know, it's just kind of dried up. But, uh, Chick takes that and it shows them that that's not the case and that it's, it's full of life and it's full of, uh, good music, especially. Um, uh, and so it kind of gets away with that misconception and allows them to be in community with a lot of other youth. Okay. And Anna, I have a question for you. Um, how were some of your perspectives challenged? Uh, Oh, that's Catherine's? Okay, Catherine. (laughs) All right. All right. Catherine? Um, It was kind of hard to choose some to talk about because there are so many amazing speakers who had so many great ideas, uh, but I chose two of them. Um, And the first one comes from Lecrae, who is a Christian rapper, but he also spoke... Um, 
he was talking about how a lot of us have like a list of things that are important to us. So we all say like, okay, God's first, and then family, and then friends, and then it just kind of goes down the line. Um, and then he said, God shouldn't be first, which kind of took all of us by surprise. We're like, whoa, why are we here then? Um, but he he said that um, he shouldn't be first because he should just be a given. Uh, you shouldn't have to put him on your list. He should be in and through your list. So you should see God in the relationships with your family. You should see God in the relationships with your friends. Um, and so he should be in and through everything on our list already. Um, and then the second idea was from Eugene Cho, uh, who also spoke. And he was talking about like the prayer, the first time that your feet hit the floor in the morning, your prayer shouldn't be, uh, God, be with me in my day. Help me make you a part of what I'm doing. But we should make it a question of, uh, God, how can I be a part of what you are already doing in the greater world? So putting it not as a self-centered sort of prayer, but as a um, help me open my eyes to see what you're doing and uh, make myself a part of it. Okay. And was there any shift specifically in your perspective that you walked away with, Catherine, that... uh or you felt God just tugging at you, whether it be at Chick or, or since then? Well, for me, it's like um, doing the right things for the right reasons, because I've always kind of been like a good kid, just does good stuff. But putting God behind and in and through everything was the main thing that I came away with. And Anna, what would you like to Okay, my question was, <laughs> how did Chick help you make a shift towards God? All right. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I've always been one of those people that, like, like I'll talk to him and be like, hey, and be like, that's about it. And I'll be like, um, but Chick definitely helped me be able to just come to him, like, be able to, like, talk to him, not just come to him with, like, problems. Like, come to him and be like, thank you for doing this. Like, that was an awesome gift. I needed that. Or, um thank you for having somebody say this to me. Like, that definitely encouraged me today. Or, I saw this, and I thought that was amazing, and I just realized um, that you created a beautiful world. And it was, like, just able... Chick made me realize that you can just talk to God. Like, you don't need him, not just when you have a problem or when you have... um, or when you're sad. You can just talk to him and be like, God, I had a great day. Thank you for that. Like... And you don't just need to talk to them when you have problems and stuff. Okay. And this question will be open to anybody. Okay. Uh, how is your upcoming year going to look differently uh, as a result of, of going to Chick? This coming school year. Well, is that going to change for you? How might it be different? No? Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Sure. <laughs> um, well, the upcoming year is going to look different because, um, well, there's been uh, sort of a a shift in faith. So now I'm looking at, instead of just kind of being a passive voice, uh, being an active voice in both uh, my school community and at church and at home. So instead of just sort of um, having my own faith and uh, just kind of living in the world, I'm going to live my faith out in the world. Okay. So you're going to live your faith out loud. Yeah. Well, you know, you've already been doing a pretty good job of that. So I'm going to say to the world, look out now. <laughs> right? You bet. Hey, break. Let's uh, take that. Why would you encourage someone to go to Chick uh, when it comes up in a few years? There may be a, a freshman 
uh, here, and uh, or someone that's uh, maybe they're going to be a freshman moving into high school, and they're going to be looking forward to Chick. Why would you encourage them to go in a few years? Well, because of the weird way they have every three years, for most of the people that go, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And all the different perspectives that are get given out are so unique. So, like The base camps we had, which are the main seminars in the morning, like upstream, upside down, and um, what, the, what was the other one? Inside out? Okay. And then the experience was so amazing because in the night you'd have all these concerts during the main stage with Lecrae and for King, um, sorry, for King and Country. And just the experience was outstanding. Okay. All the people you meet, too. And uh, for you, personally, why was it worth it? It was worth it because it challenged the way I looked at my walk in Christ. All the different perspectives that opened up to me let me see um, my faith in a new light. Okay. And uh, Mike, come on up. Uh, this is Mike Alberts, and he is our student ministry director. And uh, Mike was uh, very involved obviously, in all of the organization and, and in the Chick event itself. Mike, how would you answer those questions? What, what would you say to students who are, are looking right now at you and saying, Mike, I'm going to be in your group coming up. Um, why should I go to Chick? That's a good question. First, I want to give props to Mary Rawl, though, for organizing Chick. She made me look good. <laughs> but... She did a fabulous job uh, really seeing what needed to be done and getting it done. So thank you, Mary. You really helped us out a ton. Uh, I, I've been to a ton of conferences. Um, the former ministry I used to work for was really good at putting on good conferences. And I was not looking forward to Chick, to be honest. <laughs> so I have been to plenty of conferences. But I, if, you're, if you're thinking about why is this important or, or why, why could it matter, I just I got to see our students who are present see something different than what they see right here in Alaska. And to see them uh, see God differently, see each other differently, see the world differently. It, it, is it worth the money? It's like, what would I pay for someone to experience something like that? I, I would pay more than what it costs. If it changes their life and their perspective, man, I would, I would even pay more. I, I had a fabulous time. And it changed my perspective. And I, I've been a, at a few conferences in my day. And so I think if you're a student and you're wondering, is this worth it? I would say absolutely. It is worth taking a step of faith to say yes to God and to see what might he do during a week of my life that could could really shift my perspective. It, it was a it was an incredible experience. So, okay. You know, I'm glad, Mike, you gave props to Mary. Because um, what I wanted to do here at this point, is just let everybody see the, the covenant calling, um, the community covenant calling. This is our monthly publication that comes out, and every month it highlights different activities, things that are going on in the lives of the uh, people who attend Community Covenant Church. And this month's edition is all about Chick. And you can read about it. There are wonderful pictures of students there are stories, that uh, things that went on behind the scenes. And uh, also, I want to highlight just one thing that's in here. Um, and that is, on page three, a snapshot of Brian Hagee. Okay? Uh, Brian is the chair of our church leadership team. And you can read all about uh, Brian in here as well. For example, 
uh, the song on the soundtrack of my life. Brian, I didn't know this. Feelings by Morris Albert. Wow. I'm telling you, this is better than the Inquirer. All right. So if you would uh, pick one of these up on your way out today, you can read all about Chick and you can see pictures uh, of the students and all the activities they got involved in. They'll be out in the lobby uh, on your way out as you go by and you also sign up for the Global Leadership Summit. So with that, I want to thank you students. So we're going to see a video now of some students that weren't able to share this morning. Uh, they may not have been here, but they wanted to let you know uh, about um, how Chick touched their lives. So let's hear it for these students. And let's take a look at the video. PIC is basically a conference that uh, they gather thousands and thousands of youth from all over America, so there were about 7,000 of us there. And basically the goal is to create a Christian community um, in the covenant youth of America. So um, it was kind of everyone that was associated with the covenant church. And so that was super cool to see how many people were there um, from the Covenant Church, and that is kind of a nationwide thing, and it's not just a thing based in Igor of Alaska. And so uh, there were speakers there, and there were artists there, and there were super big names like Lecrae and Louis Giglio and lots of others. And so that was super cool because we got to see people that were uh, more famous. Um, and the point of Chick is just to kind of encourage um, you to kind of step out and um, be a light and kind of be encouraged to see that there is a culture um, that they can be associated with all across America um, and that they're not alone in their situation. My perspectives were shifted and challenged at Chick when I realized how I was treating other people. The main thing I got out of Chick was that um, God loves us unconditionally and we need to show that unconditional love to other people. And I realized that subconsciously when I heard love your neighbor, I was actually hearing tolerate your neighbor. And I wasn't seeking out to show them love. And um, during Chick, I got a chance to look around me and um, look for the people that um, I necessarily didn't exactly get along with the best or um, had treated me poorly in the past. And I decided that I was going to seek out and love them um, unconditionally, despite who they were or what they had done to me or to other people. And it was just really amazing and a freeing feeling that I've never had before. My perspective shifted during Louis Giglio's talk on the last night of Chick. He challenged us to stand in awe of God's word. By that he meant, when we read the Bible, we are to think that we are reading the very breath of God. This challenged me that when I read the Bible, it isn't just ink on the page, or it isn't just the sayings of Jesus, but God's holy breath sent directly to me. I've always known that the Bible is the word of God, but after his message, I viewed scripture differently, somehow more holy. The shift in perspective is that I was encouraged to encounter Jesus differently in the pages of scripture. To really think about God's word as being God-breathed, like it says in T 2 Timothy 3.16. My year after Chick is going to look different because of how, what I learned. I was reminded that my identity is in God and God alone and not what others tell me. And the fact that I 
don't have to find my identity and in others and let them tell me who I am. And I think that will help me definitely share my faith a little bit more than I normally would. This year looks different for me after going to Chick because I've been able to shift my views of water and basic necessities with the Project Blue Mission and what they taught us with that. And also um, viewing those around me in a different light and like the way God sees them and wants us to see them and like living my daily life to glorify Him. Well, I would definitely encourage someone to go to Chick next time because just the speakers, the music, the, the artists, you know, uh, everybody there. It's just a great atmosphere for learning about God, making friends, you know, learning a lot of valuable lessons about family and friends and just the community. Um, and it's and it's a great place for new believers too, if they um, if they don't know a lot about God. Um, it's a great environment just to start them out, you know, with the fun and games and just the activities, the laughter, the, the great aspects of Chick. It's, it's not like this dark and dreaded environment where everybody's, you know, just like, we are going to learn about the Holy Spirit. It's, 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 it's not like that. It's fun and it's, it's a great way to learn more about Christ. You know, I believe uh, this morning as we have heard about Chick, and in particular as our students have shared about shifts in their perspective, that perhaps God wants to shift your perspective. You think? Uh, as I was reading that scripture this morning, uh, how many times in your life has somebody told you, you can't do this, or you can't accomplish that, or God can't possibly use you because you are only, and you fill in the blank. I think every single one of us can relate to that, can't we? And perhaps this morning, the Spirit of God is stirring in your heart, and as we come to communion, it's an opportunity to encounter Jesus Christ in a fresh way, to know that Jesus who died for our sins, who conquered sin and sin's penalty, death on the cross, who, who was, what, rose from the dead. That it's our Jesus who is alive today and who lives in each of those who are his followers. And he wants a shift in our perspective. What is it in your life this morning that you've been told, you can't do that because you are only Today, today, he wants you to come to his table and he wants you to know that in God's kingdom there's no such thing as you are only. In God's kingdom there is, he is able. And he is more than able to do whatever it is that he stirred your heart to do. And he's calling you to do that. And so for some of us this morning, we need to take that step as we come to this table and encounter him and say, Lord Jesus, here I am. Wherever that shift is in my perspective, 
Would you help make that today?